Welcome back to Jams for Hire. I'm Matthew Perry alongside the rest of the boys, uh, Jamil, RJ, and Will. We are back with our Week 10 NFL predictions. Uh, we'll start with a little update on the standings. We have a new lead dog. Yes, after Jamil's, I don't know, several-week reign uh, atop of the GM's prediction ladder, uh, he is now a game back behind the new lead dog, Will Polston. He had a 10-4 and week. He's now 87-46-1. Will, you got any got any first place words? Uh, it's still a long season. That's my first place words. <laughs> it's Very. nice to be up top for a minute. It's finally nice. I started off dead last after week one. It's nice to finally make it to the top, but Jamil's right there. So, I mean, I got to keep going. Humble, humble. I like it. Jamil, like I said, only one game back. He's 86-47-1 after an 8-6 and six week last week. Uh, I am in third after a 9-5 and five week sitting – Four games back, 83, 50, and one. And RJ right behind me. He had a really good week, went 10 and four. He's 82, 51, and one. Five games behind Will, the leader. Uh, teams on bye this week the New York Jets, who might find oh. a way to lose their bye week. We'll see. Uh, the Kansas City Chiefs, the Dallas Cowboys, and the Atlanta Falcons. So, um, besides jabs here and there, because they're the Jets. Say, so we know Jamil can't yeah. go against the Falcons this week. <laughs> and, the Fa- and, and the Falcons. Hey, I might have to start picking those boys instead. Yeah, now we're thinking. Nah, keep, keep picking against them. Keep picking against <laughs> yeah, them. Yeah, I like the way you've been picking nah, I'm not going to let a personal vendetta get in the way of me winning something. I'm coming. <laughs> we'll start with the games we differ on. Uh, starting Sunday at 1 p.m., the Eagles and Giants will take on – or the Eagles and Giants will face off – Pick the in, Giants. Yeah. Uh, RJ actually is the only one to pick the Giants. Why wouldn't he? Yeah, not really – no shocker there. Uh, RJ, why the Giants? Well, a bunch of reasons. Uh, they just played a couple weeks ago, and uh, they should have won that game. Philly found a way to win there at the very end. Uh, the Giants looked good. What was it? A couple weeks after that, whenever they played the Bucks, Giants looked good again last week against the uh, Washington football team, which I understand that's not a big win, but it's still – you know, a division game, you still got to win those games, and they did. And uh, I think they're on a little bit of a roll right now. I know they've only won one in a row, but, like, they're starting to play better. And although there's not a lot of talent on that team, the talent is starting to kind of mesh with each other, and I think they're playing well. Um, I think Philly is finally getting healthy. I think Philly is definitely the best team in that division, but they're going to stumble. They're going to find a way. They're going to screw up. The Giants are going to get them. Uh, Jamil, why are you going with the Philadelphia Eagles? Um, it's the Giants. They're going to find a way to screw up. Um, I think the Eagles are getting healthy at the right time. They're getting Miles Saunders back. They just got Dallas Goddard and Jalen Rager back. They're starting to find their groove a little bit on offense, I think, here soon uh, with these players coming back. And I think they're going to somehow – some they're going to barely take a hold of the division and win it at the end. Shout out to the Giants beating the football team. Now it's all within one game. It, it, it's not that division. It's so bad. <laughs> One of the worst divisions ever can possibly have a first round buy with maybe a six and 10 record. Jets are only three. Or, games I'm sorry. Division. Six, nine and one. And yeah. Yeah. Imagine the Jets in that division. They could get a wild card spot, but uh, <laughs> yeah. moving to the four or five hour or the four o'clock hour, uh, two games here, uh, starting with the Los Angeles chargers and the Miami dolphins. Dolphins looked really good last week. Uh, which could be to blame as to why uh, Jamil 
myself and RJ all went with the Dolphins. Will, you went with the Chargers. Uh, let's hear it. So I went against the Chargers last week because they were against my Raiders. Uh, I've been high on the Raiders so far this season, but I also love Justin Herbert. Justin Herbert has been showing me uh, that he can, he has what it takes to get things done. He had a chance to win it last week and unfortunately couldn't convert. Well, I shouldn't say unfortunately because I was the only one who took the Raiders. But, uh, you know, for, for the Chargers' sake, he did just blow it. Um, uh, he just felt just came up a little bit short. Their defense has been a little bit suspect this year. Miami's on a nice little streak right now since Tua has taken over. But I'm still taking the quarterback play of Herbert over Tua. And because of that, I think it'll come down. It Honestly, this might be a really good offensive shootout. I think this could be a really good chance to see some high-scoring game. Uh, I don't think either defense is really that great. But uh, whenever it comes down to it, I'm going to trust Herbert a little bit more than I trust Tua right now. So that's why I'm taking the Chargers. Jamil, uh, I'm sorry, not Jamil. RJ, we're going to go to you for this one. Why the Dolphins? Well, they're hot right now. Uh, they have won a couple games with Tua in, you know, in, uh, in charge of the offense now. They're in a playoff race. Let's be real. The Chargers are not. Chargers are what, like two and six or whatever. I don't even know how many games they've played, but um, they're not really in a playoff race. And the Dolphins are like actually in it. Like they need to actually play hard to make the playoffs. The Chargers can pretty much regroup and just worry about next year. I think both teams have their quarterback. Um, I know some people like Colin Cowherd still have questions about Tua. We'll see, but I, I like him. I think he's a damn good player. Um, yeah, you mentioned the Dolphins are hot. They're in a playoff race. The Chargers aren't. And uh, the Chargers are the West Coast Falcons. They find a way to lose games that they shouldn't lose. And really I think are. this will be another one. They really are. That's such a good comparison. That really is. I'm sure like, I said that one last week. That is yeah, spot that's, on. That's smart. <laughs> that's smart. Uh, the second 405 game, another odd man out this time. It's RJ. Uh, RJ going with the Cardinals while the rest of us are taking the Buffalo Bills. Uh, Buffalo also coming off a big win last week against the Seahawks. RJ, why the Cardinals? Because here within the next couple weeks, I'm going to have to buy me a Kyler Murray jersey. I love that guy. Oh, my God. He is so good. He is one of the most talented players in the entire National Football League. I'm not kidding. This guy I don't – I've never seen anything like this. When he throws, I mean, it looks like he's just just lobbing it up and it goes 50 yards down the field. Like, I know Patrick Mahomes and Josh Allen can throw the ball 80 yards, but it looks like they're throwing hard. Kyler Murray, it looks like he just hiccups and, oh, the ball just went 40 yards in the air. It's like, where's that coming from? What kind of cannon does this boy have? Um, I think he's super talented. I think Buffalo got a big win. I just hit my camera. Love that. I think Buffalo got a huge win last week against Seattle, a game that – did any of us pick Buffalo last week? No, I don't think Seattle. we did, right? Nope. Yeah, I thought we were no. all on Seattle. They're going to have a letdown game. They're due for it, right? Buffalo's, you know, had a big win against Seattle. They're going to let down, and uh, you cannot let down against Kyler Murray. That dude with his weapons and that offense at Cliff Kingsbury's got clicking right now. They put up another, what, 31 last week. I know they lost, but the offense was still good. Look, this team is rolling, and that's a team that nobody's going to want to play in the playoffs, and uh, I think they're going to beat Buffalo. I can't really blame you for that one, honestly. Um, I was talking to Will and, and Jamil a, a little bit before this, and I mean, we were all in agreement that if there was one game where we had to uh, kind of differ away from the uh, the pack, it would be this one. So 
Um, yeah, I definitely think this one will be close. Uh, but Jamil, let's get your thoughts on on why you picked the Bills over the Cardinals. Um, honestly, it's going to be hard to come back from what RJ said. RJ was spitting some facts at us. I'm not even going to lie to you right there. I'm not going to hold y'all boys. But um, the Bills, um, like you said, they came off of a big win last week. And um, they got to keep piling on these big wins because, as we mentioned earlier, the Miami Dolphins are coming right behind them. So um, a team we didn't think would be chasing them in the division is chasing them, and they're right on their heels. And I think the Bills got to keep winning these kind of football games to showcase that they're one of the better teams in the NFL. I was telling some friends last week, I said the Bills impressed me this week with this one over the Seahawks. Now, um, great teams, they stack these kind of wins so you got to show that you're going to be a great team and you got to stack these wins this would have been a game to where if they if you would have told me i was the only person who picked a team i would have flip-flopped right to the other team just to be safe like this is this is going to be one of those close games this is this has got a, another high scoring like mark like this has got a really good game all over it like this is going to be very entertaining or at least it should be not me when you're in last uh, place you, you take the cardinals buddy that's what i'm saying like i could have gone either team like i could have gone with the cardinals i like you like jamil said you're spitting facts over there you know you gave when a great you're in last place you got nothing to lose so Hell yeah hey. exactly brother go off i hope you hit Go it cover. i hope you hit on it i hope you do you did you did make some very convincing points rj i'll give you that uh but we'll, we'll move to the final game that we differ on, uh, the Monday night game between the Minnesota Vikings and Chicago Bears. Uh, myself and Jamil went with the Vikings. Oh, you while, the two. Okay, okay. I'm yeah, alone. yeah, you're not all alone right, here. All right. Respect, respect. Um, yeah. Well, uh, I, was ready, I was ready to defend my ground, baby. I was oh, ready no, yeah, to no. I'm actually going to – I'm probably going to take this because I'm pretty hyped up on uh, on 33. But uh, And then RJ and Will took the Chicago Bears. Will, you, you being the Bears fan, uh, let's hear it. The Bears have they been, pissed you off enough, huh? No, oh, let me tell you, the oh, let me tell you about what the Bears have been doing to my mental psyche. But at a point, you got to turn it around. At at the same chance, like do you, like we do, we do. At a, at a point, you need a bounce back game. the The Bears are still very much in playoff contention, even though they have sucked an egg over the last couple of games. Listen. It's going to come down to an NFC West team. An NFC West team is going to make it. An NFC South team is going to make it. And then it's going to come down to the Bears and another NFC West team that's going to make that final spot in the wild card. And here's the Bears' rest of the schedule. They have to play the Lions once, the Vikings twice, the Packers twice, but then they also have games against Jacksonville and Houston. They need to find wins here in the division. They need to find a way to make something happen. Minnesota is run through one man and one man only, and that's number 33 in the backfield. The Bears have a very good defense. Yes, it's been sus against the run, but if you know what's going to happen, you should be able to stop it. The Bears have a caliber defense enough to where they can be able to hold it off. I think the Bears will do a decent job at slowing down Dalvin Cook, not stopping him. They will not stop him. Dalvin Cook is a very good running back, one of the top in the league so far this season, and I think they're going to do just enough to get by. I think it's going to be way too close. I think the Bears should have an easy game, but they're not going to do it. They're not going to make it. as It's going to be way more close than it should be, but I still take in the Bears just because – they know what's coming. They know 33 is going to run right down your throat. Is it going to be – but can you stop it? We're going to find out. But I'm taking my Bears because we need a bounce-back game bad if we want to stay in wildcard contender. Coming into this season, uh, we all were pretty high on the Vikings because, you know, on paper, there's really no reason that they shouldn't be contenders and shouldn't be, uh, you know, going for the division title. Um, unfortunately, they came on, they've came on some hard luck. They're not having the best season. Uh, I'm double checking stats right now. They currently stats. Yeah, they currently sit three and five. They're loading. Um, (laughs) But you know, if if the Vikings beat the Bears, I mean, 
it's five and five the Bears and then four and five the Vikings. I mean, they're they're on a similar level. So if the if the Bears are contending, then I guess you got to give it to the Vikings too. They've they've definitely started to pick it up. Um, Dalvin Cook is the best running back in the game right now. Uh, no questions about that. I know CMC was out, um, and he now he might miss time again after something happened last week. But shut him down. Shut him down. Yeah, honestly, down. Like, we're, we're not we're Shut not even going to talk about that right now. Keep continuing. Yeah. Shut him down for we're the rest of the season. All right, Vikings. we get it, man. There's Vikings. <laughs> but yeah, uh, like I was saying, the, the Dalvin Cook is the best running back in the league. Um, he has the touchdowns to prove it. He has the yards to prove it. He's been carrying that offense since he returned from injury. And I mean, we saw what they were without him, and that was a barren wasteland of an offense. They have weapons. They have, uh, I know Justin Jefferson is, is having a pretty decent rookie season. Adam Thielen, uh, I think he was injured for a bit. Um, I'd have to double check that. But, you know, it's Kirk Cousins also. So what are you going to do? Uh, there's only so much you could do with that. Um, the defense lost a couple of pieces, but they're hanging in there. And I think, especially based on how shitty the Bears have been playing, uh, I mean, I think the Vikings have a good uh, a chance as anybody to win this football game and the bears defense is good uh very good one of the best in the league but can you contain dalvin cook no i don't think any team right now can contain dalvin cook you gotta you gotta either give him covid or you gotta you gotta aim low or aim at the helmet or something get him out out of there look out for those covid tests this week yeah yeah that covid that covid hey uh hey maddie stats maddie stats what's up i uh i got a homework assignment for you bud Right, I want you that? to go look at Kirk Cousins' career record in primetime games. All right. I don't I mean, think not, right now, not right now. Not right now. Not right now. Ain't tonight. much time left, but if you if you saw that record, you'd know exactly why RJ's going with it. Well, I, I I remember. Oh. Isn't he? The Bears the can't score. He well, he's the one that's. Um, We're talking about Dalvin Cook. The Bears can't score. Hey, it took them forty like, minutes to score three points against the Titans. He's like the Titans six in, in uh, like Monday night games, right? Isn't hey, that they scored, forty they, minutes. They scored. Hey, hey, they scored hey. twenty more points than your Buccaneers did against the Saints, buddy. Congrats! Wow. Oh. <laughs> isn't isn't Kirk Cousins we both the walked one out with like an L? But I mean, hey, there was. I, think, there was yeah, I don't think Kirk Cousins yeah. in prime time. He's like zero six in Monday night games or something. Or all prime well, time. And this game is still Monday night. Uh yeah, this game this game is Monday night. So I know of. Historically, it's not looking good. No better time to get your first, baby. No better time. That's true. Uh, I mean, it's yeah, the, it's they the should have beat the Seahawks, but we're not going to get into that. That to be that's fair, the Bears should have beat the Saints, but we're not going to get into that either. <laughs> I mean, to be fair, the Panthers should have lost to the Chargers, but we're not going to get. You're into right. That. <laughs> if we're being real, the Falcons should have beat the Cowboys. If we're being real, the, the Falcons Lions. should be playoff contenders right now. <laughs> the Falcons honestly could be undefeated. Falcons have a top five running back and maybe like the Falcons have stats. a top five offense. If you look at it, yeah, I was gonna say stats wise, they have right. the best quarterback in the NFL. At Lord, one of the best the quarterbacks rock. and one of the best running backs. It's so funny. I have I have a few Maddie stats. Oh, and, oh my god! And hey, and they don't uh, benefit Minnesota at all. There you um, go. I don't, the then don't bring them up. What yeah, right. Say, aren't you for the Vikings? <laughs> You're no, no, about I'm to still, kill I'm your still, own still, argument. Well, no, that that's fine. That's fine. No, I, why is that the, fine? We gotta work sake, on your. For the sake of statistics, I have to. Kirk Cousins has the most losses with nine. What we thought it was six, nine without a win on Monday Night Football since two thousand. So that that's zero and nine. That's zero and nine. Um, it's no better time than it's now. real bad since no two thousand. 
the Vikings are four and sixteen on the road versus the Bears. Oh, oh my goodness! The Bears, baby. I'm about and to then, bet the house on Chicago. I can tell you, and I can tell you as a Bears fan, we didn't have offenses back then either. I, I can tell you for all those games, so we did not have offense. a little bit more. And then one last, one last one, just to counter my Dalvin Cook argument and how the Bears defense won't stop them or won't stop him. The Bears have had one individual 100-yard rusher this season, uh, and that was Ronald Jones uh, in Week Five. So go Bucks! I mean, they destroyed Derrick Henry last week, but, but they still yeah. lost because they have no offense. Yeah, the the Maddie stats do not uh, support the Vikings. Do the Vikings have a defense? Not like they used to, but technically, yeah. Give. We're going to find a way. It's going to be stupid. We're not, it's not going to be your typical guys. It's not going to be a Rob. It's not gonna be Jimmy Graham. It's going to be like last week. We're like Ryan Nall is going to find a touchdown for some stupid reason. And every fantasy like owner it. in the world is going to throw up, but the bears are still going to find a way to sneak it out. Maybe Cole like Komet will get on the board. They hopefully, I mean, damn, they've been underusing the hell out of him, but they, they had a close game way, way closer than they were supposed to against the saints. They at least came back and made things interesting against the Titans and they shut down Derrick Henry, at least for the most part. I mean, Everything point, and then all your Maddie stats that you know. I mean, it all points towards the Bears. It really does. Dalvin Cook, yes, thirty-three has been absolutely outstanding, and that can be your one bright spot. But unless you like, nobody's picking the Vikings for any other reason other than Dalvin Cook. There, there, there's no other reason why you take it. Literally not. Yeah. Uh, unfortunately, I believe RJ has to uh, leave in just a minute. But RJ, if you want to wrap it up. Uh, yeah. Uh, so yeah, I have to go before we can get to the other, uh, games, but, um, I just want to say that the, uh, tank is still alive. Yeah. I'm out of here. <laughs> <laughs> almost, almost found a way to ruin it. If Joey Sly would have made that 67 yard field goal, but it's all right. Another week, another loss, go bucks. Brady's going to smoke them. Jamil wow, it says Jamil King left. Moving on to the games we all agree on. Uh, we'll start with the Thursday night game. The Indianapolis Colts are taking on the Tennessee Titans. Uh, all four of us are taking the Titans on this one. Uh, Jamil, what's your reason behind that? Um, I just think the Titans are a little bit of a better team right now. Um, the Colts, that obviously we all know they're a good defensive team. But, um, on offense, they've had their struggles. They uh, they could they had a chance to beat the Ravens, but they literally could not move the ball in the second half. So I think until they find out how they're going to move the ball on offense, they're going to struggle to beat teams that are just as good as them, if not better. Moving on to the 1 o'clock hour on Sunday, uh, we'll start with the, the local boys, the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. They will be in Carolina to take on the Carolina Panthers. Uh, all four of us going with the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Will, why'd we go with the Bucs? The Bucs are just superior on both sides of the ball. I mean, last week was, I think, a little bit of a fluke whenever it came to the Tampa Bay Bucs. They played really weak against the Saints. Uh, definitely did not look like how they typically look. I think they're going to be coming back with a vengeance. I think if Carolina is going to be in the wrong place at the wrong time, and they're going to be taking what the Bucs should have gave the Saints last week. So I think they'll play a lot better this week. Next, we have the Houston Texans in Cleveland to take on the Browns. Uh, all four of us did go with the Cleveland Browns on this one. Uh, since RJ is no longer with us, he had to go. I'll, I'll take this one, uh, take some of the, the slack off you guys. Uh, the Texans are just such a depleted team at this point. They, they don't have much to offer. Um, they've, they've kind of been that way all season. And the Browns, despite – I know they have some COVID troubles going on right now and other injuries, but – um, even without OBJ, I mean, th this should be an easy task for the Texans. I know it's the Browns. We can't always trust them. But uh, in, in this case, I think they're the safe bet. So 
Therefore, uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna go with the Browns. Uh, moving forward to another one o'clock game, the Washington Football Team are taking on the Detroit Lions. All four of us went with the Detroit Lions. Uh, Jamil, what do you got for the Lions? Um, well, we, uh, hopefully Matthew Stafford plays. Uh, he came out like the game against Minnesota hurt, but um, if he plays, I, I expect them to win. Uh, the Redskins that with I think Alex Smith is going to be playing quarterback now. I just think they're going to struggle to put up points consistently. They really laid a goose egg for us last week. I tell you that for for the three of us, I know the three of us all had Washington. Yeah, they had two chances to win in the end. They threw two picks. Mm-hmm. They they really kind of they kind of blew it last week. They, it was definitely their game to lose, and they definitely did it. Very very disappointing stuff. Uh, moving to our last one o'clock game on Sunday that we are all in agreement agreement on, uh, that being the Jacksonville Jaguars taking on the Green Bay Packers. Easy one here. Will I'll let you take it. Why did we all go with the Packers? Uh, I mean, it's it's Aaron Rodgers. Uh, Aaron Rodgers is going to do dirty things to that defense. And I don't know if we still know. If I think we still don't know who the Jags quarterback is going to be going into next week. So, it, it, I mean, who are you going to take? Are you going to take one of the best in the game? Or are you going to take somebody who probably won't have a job in a week or two? So, because of that, it's obvious pick. you got to go with the Packers. Moving to the one and only 405 game on Sunday that we are all in agreement on. Uh, the Denver Broncos will be taking on the Las Vegas Raiders. All four of us going with the Raiders. Uh, and I, I think we can all pretty much see why. The Raiders are kind of a sneaky team this year. Uh, kind of like uh, they remind me of the Dolphins in a way, maybe a little better. Um, but they have, they have weapons. And when they put it together, uh, they're one of the better teams in the league. And the Broncos have struggled this year. Um, with both injuries and just staying consistent on the playing field. Uh, Drew Locke, who we know has some fans in this po- on this podcast, but, you know, has not been playing up to par, in my opinion. And I think, once again, he's not going to play up to par, and it's not going to be enough to beat the Raiders. So because of that, uh, we're taking Las Vegas. Uh, moving to 425 on Sunday, we will start in the AFC North. Uh, the Cincinnati Bengals taking on the Pittsburgh Steelers, all four of us going with the undefeated Steelers. Uh, your, Jamil, your thoughts on that one? Um, I just think the Steelers are the, one of the most complete teams in the NFL. Uh, the Bengals, we know they can play offense, but we know they're going to throw the ball 45 times. So we know they're going to struggle to stop the Steelers on defense. Fair enough. Uh, over Okay, over or under five and a half sacks for the Pittsburgh defense? Under. Uh, I'm going to, Ooh, I might five and a half. Yeah. I'm going to go under, I could see yeah. five, but I don't know about, I don't know about six, Maybe lot, I, but they, they, they definitely, I mean, it's a great Steelers defense versus a, obviously a very poor Cincinnati Bengals O line. So yeah. it's possible, but I, I'm going to still go under. I might've set the bar too high on that one, but <laughs> I, I do. I do. I think it'll be at least three. I, I think we can count on that with the uh, mattresses and pillows that we call the Bengals offensive line. Bunch of marshmallows. Uh, Moving to a game that last year we would have probably considered primetime, very high on people's lists to watch. But this year, eh, not so much. Uh, The San Francisco 49ers will be in New Orleans to take on the Saints. Will, your thoughts on that one? Yeah, it would definitely be interesting if the 49ers were healthy. Of course, the 49ers are depleted right now. George Kittle, Nick Bosa, Jimmy Garoppolo, uh, every single running back on their roster. I mean, the list goes on. Uh, They they have had a very – 
bad end of the stick. But shout out to Kyle Shanahan, man. They he's really kept them competitive. I mean, they've to see so many injuries and everybody going in and out. Yeah, they're last in their division, but their division's arguably the hardest one in the NFL. So the fact that they're still staying in games, nobody's really I wouldn't say anybody is still counting the 49ers out whenever it comes to a game. I think a lot of people are giving the 49ers a lot of respect, and I think it has a lot to do with Shanahan. But uh, just because of what the Saints did, the Saints are more complete. They just got Michael Thomas back. They looked really good against the Bucs. Uh, I can't imagine, especially with a depleted 49ers team, that the Saints can't find a way to pull it out. Yeah, I, I wouldn't be surprised, though, if the 49ers do keep it close. Like you said, they've been staying competitive, which I think is very impressive given their circumstances. But we'll have to wait and see. For all of us, we're going with the Saints. Uh, I don't know if I mentioned that at the beginning of that. But uh, moving to our final 425 game, uh, the Seattle Seahawks are taking on the Los Angeles Rams in Los Angeles. All four of us are going with Seattle. And, I mean, like you said with – the Packers game, it's Aaron Rodgers. With this game, it's Russell Wilson. I, I mean, this guy comes out and plays every week uh, on an MVP level, and he, I, I believe he's the best quarterback in the league right now. Uh, Mahomes and everybody else aside, I think he's playing the best football, and I mean, it, it's showing for the most part. Last week wasn't his best. Uh, he had a couple picks against the Bills, but the Bills do have a very good defense. Uh, as do the Rams, though. So, I mean, I'd, I'd, I'd have to think this is close. And it's still technically Jared Goff season. So, you know, anything could really happen there. But if all- any other quarterback other than Russell Wilson was a quarterback of the Seahawks, with that terrible defense, they'd be like a 4-12 and team. I mean, they are they are absolutely pitiful on the other half of the ball. But Russell Wilson is playing out of his mind. He's definitely finally going to get MVP votes for the first time in his career. Thank God. But, yeah, I mean, like you said, I mean, it's, it is Russell Wilson. And he's playing the way it is. But, man, if it wasn't for him, this team would be terrible. This team would be, like, bottom dwellers of that division at least. And then, finally, rounding out our – our picks for the day we have the Sunday night game uh, between the New England Patriots and Baltimore Ravens another one of those games that last year might have been a little higher on people's watch lists but based on how the Pats are performing this year not not uh, very fun to watch Jamil what are your thoughts on this one uh, two things the Patriots are doing they're struggling to stop the run and they're struggling to score consistently and I think that's going to show against the Ravens the Ravens are one of the best rushing teams in the NFL I think they're going to be able to have their way running the ball against the Patriots with or without Mark Ingram I think Gus Edwards or J.K. Dobbins will be very serviceable if Mark Ingram has to sit out and on the other side of the ball I think uh, that's just going to be hard for Cam Newton to get the ball downfield against the team with better defensive backs than the Jets. Obviously, we saw them being able to throw the ball. Him, Jacoby Myers had a great game against the Jets, but um, I don't know if that's going to be able to happen here against the Ravens. Yeah, it really wouldn't uh, shock me to see the Ravens blow them out, honestly. Um, with the way things are going in New England, they just barely beat the Jets. I mean, a lot of questions uh, I was scared I, to be honest. Yeah, <laughs> I, I'm. I'm terrified. I'm not gonna lie, because <laughs> I, Matt and I, Matt and I referenced it in the last episode, but we didn't go into depth. He said that we had talked about it. I was like, the Jets are gonna beat the Patriots. This is gonna be their first win, and I, I, I was joking about it all week. And then it, Joe Flacco came and kind of made it a little bit too close. I'm not gonna lie. It was way too close, and I mean, the Jets have a lot of problems. Yeah, but you can't. Uh, can't avoid the fact that so do the Patriots. Um, definitely not the team from New England that we're used to seeing. Uh, the draft is definitely going to be important for them, and hopefully all those important defensive players return from 
uh, COVID leave next season because, you know, they're not looking like the same team without guys like Patrick Chung, uh, Dante Hightower, Marcus Cannon on the offensive line. It's just not the same. And that's clearly evident. And this Sunday, it's going to be evident, too, when the Ravens more likely than not stomp them. You want to talk but, about Russell Wilson carrying a team. If Bill Belichick wasn't the coach of that team, that team would be bottom dwellers just with the Jets. They'd, yeah. be, they'd be right down there. I mean, this is one of the worst offenses I've ever seen in the football team. Like, this, it's being led by Jacoby Myers. Like, that should let you know that that's what their wide receiver core is looking like. It's not good at all. And then Cam's been horrible since coming back from COVID. Like, I mean, terrible. So, I mean, thank God Bill's there to make something work for Patriots fans because otherwise, I mean, any other coach, not any other, but, uh, you know, the majority of coaches would have a way, maybe one win, but no more than two. Like, he has really kind of coached them because they, I mean, they beat a team like the Raiders, and the Raiders has been fantastic so far this season, at least above expectations. But there's no way they win that game if it's not for Bill Belichick. No way. Yeah. I mean, with, I mean, with that being said, you don't really know how the last two decades would be without Bill Belichick. I mean, that, the roster was definitely better, but. Who knows uh, the, the true impact he's had. Uh, but those have been our picks for week 10. Uh, any last words, guys? Are the Jets on by this week? Yeah. They're going to yeah. lose. They're going to lose. Yeah. 0-10 I mean, go, go the Jets this week, even though they're not playing. Wouldn't shock me. I'm sure Joe Flacco could figure that out. But Joe, uh, Flacco's, for, my, Joe Flacco's the answer. That's yeah. the answer in New York. He's Don't also, take for Trevor. Go with Flacco. Some other team. Give him. For, this is for RJ. Give some other team Trevor Lawrence. <laughs> yeah, he also – I mean, he might be the answer, but he also raises plenty of questions. Damn but. right. RJ's not here, but I'm going to find a way to say it. No Trevor Lawrence to the Jets. <laughs> for, for Jamil and Will and RJ, who had to leave a little early, I've been Matthew Perry for the Genius for Hire. These have been our Week 10 NFL predictions, and we'll see you guys next time. Peace.